0: I'm here with the co founders of the Know Your Rights Camp, Colin and Nessa. I got both of you guys on the mic right here. Can you believe it?
1: Yes, this is crazy because you know Colin won't talk to anybody. Like he might end this right now. So really quick, Colin, okay, hold on, before he wraps this interview up. The inception of the Know Your Rights Camp started in 2015. We were there to see it for you. Why, how did it happen and why was it important for you to create this family that we have here?
2: Well, the creation of Know Your Rights Camp started after the execution of Mario Woods in San Francisco. Um, And it came out of our conversation together of what can we do to try to stop this from happening? Mm -hmm. What can we do to try to help black people get home safe? Um, So we thought about, hey, if we teach them their legal rights, can it help them navigate a situation to just get home? And it's not a responsibility or onus that we should have to take upon ourselves, but it's just the reality of what we need to do to make it home. And as we were building and discussing the idea, it was like, that's a, it's not a great concept to build upon to say, hey, here's how to not die. Mm. So we built the other programming to lay the foundation of here's the history of your community and black people in this country and in your city. And then we'll teach you your legal rights within your state, um, within your region. And then we'll teach you holistic health and financial self-defense and how to get into higher education and tech. So how do we teach our communities how to thrive
1: and be
2: well-rounded in how we can thrive and then build community around
1: that? how much work goes behind this
2: the the behind the scenes work of the teams is incredible when, when you show up and come to a camp it feels like an event and it's like oh man yes. this is incredible yeah you never have the appreciation for the logistics that go into yes. the behind the scenes yes everything from all right, where are we going to have the camp? Right. Are we going to have the venue? Do we have insurance for it? Right. Who's doing the catering? The lighting. Um, the, <laughs> the, the audio. The lighting. Josie, right. audio. Who has the chairs? Right. Do we need tablecloths for the tables? <laughs>
0: right.
2: Um, hey, do we have the mics? Right. Where are the backpacks being shipped to? Where are right. the
0: children going to enter from?
2: Right. <laughs> <Do, laughs> everything. We, do we have a storage? Like, right. Who's getting what wristbands and why? Right. Like, <laughs> those are all things that... Like, they don't seem like big things, but all of those things add up into a massive workload. Yes. That people have to do and have to do it at a high level or it just doesn't work. Oh,
1: this is high level. We're not talking (laughs) about
0: (laughs) light. This is high level.
2: And then you have to think about going out and recruiting organizations and finding youth.
0: Oh, right. And
2: because we're dealing with minors, we need to make sure we have the right waivers in place. We're taking the right, right. Um, safety precautions. We're vetting
0: everybody that comes into the building. Background yes. checks. Oh yeah. That's like We want
2: to make sure everybody's safe so they can have a great experience. experience. Sure. Um, and also so we can create an environment that they feel is like that they feel is for them. Right. That they can open up and hopefully receive and build in. Right. Like to me, that becomes the most important piece, and all of the logistics and planning and all of that behind the scenes is to create that opportunity yeah. for, if it if it's one youth that walks out, yep, and is like, you know what, I have a different perspective of how this future looks. Who knows where that one one perspective change goes?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, we hope we have many more of those. Right, but all of that work is for that one opportunity that
1: one that one hoping for that one opportunity are here okay it is the day before the camp whoop, whoop, and we whoop. are so excited uh, let me get it right the know your rights camp that's right in
0: houston houston baby right now
1: it's all <laughs> about the camp founded by colin kaepernick and nessa what
0: makes the camp so special for you to do
1: Oh, man, the joy. I think selfishly, to be honest, Katrina, is like obviously when I'm looking around and I'm seeing people that we genuinely love and know and we consider family, our volunteers mean the world to us. Absolutely. And we, you know, take the time to get to be with each other. Everybody's coming from different places across the country, sometimes from different parts of the world, to be in one place to take care of the youth, to be just completely engulfed in the community, Mm -hmm. wherever we're at. One thing I absolutely love is that wherever we go, we connect with local organizations Mm -hmm. and that's extremely important because without the connection we can't have a camp that's right we're never going to step into a city or a different place without being involved with the community everyone who does the work day in, day out, every single day. I mean, that is extremely important for me. So I love that portion of connecting. Also, when people are happy to see us, right? When people get the call on the ground, wait, calling Kaepernick's Know Your
0: Rights Camp is coming. How can I help? How much do you think has changed from our first camp in Oakland all the way to this camp in Houston?
1: I think the number one thing that's changed is that we've created systems, right? right, That have been extremely helpful because it's been just a... Listen, it's a labor of love. Absolutely. Every single person, again, that you see has taken time off from work, mm-hmm. has taken time away from their family, That's right. has, you know, been involved, not just the day before or the day of the camp, for months. Yes. You know, we're having meetings, we're brainstorming, how can we be better? And I would say it's just been a learning process over the years because, listen, we're not perfect. I also want to mention the Know Your Rights Camp we're not hiring third party production crews right. or anything like that. Everything you see is us. Right. And I really wish I could let me take me out of it. What you see is everybody else every single volunteer here. That's the work, right? Putting up the lights, putting the chairs out, getting the tables out, getting the linens for the table Packing out, making the sure backpacks. every single everything you see has been put together by our family, our
0: volunteers, that's right? right? So you know, it's it's personal. It's very personal. Literally, my brother volunteers. My yes. cousins volunteer. Right. This is a family type of organization. That's what I really love about the camp. Now. Right. Nessa, one more question. If you can describe the Know Your Rights Camp in one word, what's the one word you choose? Love. Wow. I love, love. it.
1: I love it. Because whether you're a volunteer, whether you're the youth who's in attendance, mm-hmm. whether you're a chaperone. Right whoever you are, whatever your involvement is within the camp, you either don't know what to expect before right. you come, but you definitely feel loved Absolutely. by the time that you leave. And that's actually the one thing I've heard from youth time and time again as they're leaving and exiting, how thankful they are mm-hmm. and that they love us. And a youth told Colin, remember? Mm-hmm. She stood up and said, like, I feel loved. That was this is the first time I mm-hmm. felt this, and I was, like, in tears right. and shambles. So... Ultimately, if you can come and experience the Know Your Rights Camp, we just want you to take all the information provided to you by our credible speakers, and take all the resources that we provide, and hopefully it can benefit you, not just only you.
0: We hope that you can also benefit others in your community. That's right. Now, Nessa, we got a lot of setup. We got a lot of stuff to go over. Right. So we got people that are coming on the pod. They're going to talk with us about the camp. But who are the people who are coming to the pod? Of course. So we're going to have some of our great uh, speakers that have been volunteers before. We have Sean Torrey coming on. We have Milo Dodson coming on. Excuse you. Dr. Milo Dodson. Sorry. What is
1: wrong with you? Do you not understand how people so to Milo. get this title,
0: he wa- <laughs> say doctor. We have our Senior Director of Programming Yes, uh, for the Know Your Rights Camp, Tony Ng. I may or may not know him right. personally.
1: Everyone who defends tone because of Katrina That's continuously him. That's bashing
0: him, him. That's right. here's your chance to see him. On camera. Right. So, another one of our program directors for the Know Your Rights Camp, Asani Myers, is going to be here. And let's grab some volunteers. Like you said, this is a family environment. Right. We've had volunteers who have been with us from 2016 Oakland. Right.
1: Well, I also want to make a point. While that may have been the first camp in person with humans,
0: the Know Your Rights Camp actually was conceived by Colin in 2015. Yes. And I remember the exact moment, Nessa. Right. We were sitting in your living room. Right. New York City. New York City. Right. I was on the floor because we had like a futon couch. That was your And couch. it was a studio. That was your bed. That, that was, was, was my bed. bed. <laughs> so we were there. It was me. It was Nessa. It was Colin. Yeah. And basically they were trying to think of what they can do to help the youth not only survive, but to thrive. So I was sitting there and I was taking notes yeah. with my red pen. Right. You still have that book. I do. And we originally thought maybe an app to help, you know, yeah. people know what their rights were. Right. That was Colin's original right. idea. And it just morphed and morphed, which by
1: the way, we do have yes, an do. app, Check which it we released, it has <laughs> you know, your rights in there, right. how you should conduct yourself within traffic laws, what do you do when you're at a protest, all that to say, download it, it's free. But let's circle back to the original Know Your Rights Camp idea, which Colin thought, okay, maybe it could be an app, right. But you know, Colin is a very personable person, That's right. and he didn't feel like just having an app was sufficient enough. He wanted to be able to connect with people in person, hence the camp, That's right, which is, you know, has morphed into a beautiful way. But, you know, the one thing remains, the love, mm-hmm. the joy, mm-hmm. the excitement, and right. the reunion that we all have together selfishly as volunteers to see
0: people we love, you
1: know, just a couple times out the year means a lot.
0: Absolutely. means so much. So we're going to get to all them. We're going to have some fun, get comfortable. Right. I mean, there's still stuff that needs to happen here, right? When I say happen, it <laughs> means there still
1: needs to be packing for people who are listening right now not really watching. Okay, we have Nike backpacks. Obviously, Colin was able to provide all of this. He right. made sure that, you know, all the youth receive I Know My Rights t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And we have books to give away. Per Kaepernick Publishing, Mm -hmm. all right? Now, outside of Kaepernick Publishing, we do have some extra books. The one book that completely changed Colin's life, Malcolm X, the autobiography of Malcolm X. And, you know, we have a lot of stuff in the backpacks, you know, just other than regular school basic items that you need, just a lot of information Mm -hmm. that is vital for the success for someone, you know, in this society, in this day and age. so And, you know, we have a resource map, and in that resource map, we talk about the, you know, local places that maybe you didn't know before, mm-hmm. but a lot of research goes behind it, whether it's, you know, trying to find fresh food. Where can you go? Somewhere within your proximity. Where's a local library? And all these things that maybe we take for granted. That's right. It's right there in a resource book. Love it. It's literally that, a resource book for you to keep and to use. That's right. In previous years, we actually put resource maps in the backpacks. This year, we decided to switch things up and make it digital. And that's because a lot of time the youth are on their phone, right? right. And I mean, we're all on our phone. So to make it accessible and easy, it's right there on your phone. We're going to provide all this information. And that resource link is going to have all the information you need about what is happening locally. Again, the focus right now for this Know Your Rights Camp is Houston. So actually, here is the backpack assembly line, okay? Now, every single person that you see here, we know these are incredible volunteers. Check it out. That take off so much time from work, from their family to be here to prepare for our camp. Remember, it's not just a preparation for the day of the camp. It's getting prepared ahead of time which is today, by the way. So as you can see, here we are going down the assembly line so that the backpacks get filled. These right here, these are the backpacks that the youth are gonna take on their way home. Now everything they get, they'll get on their way home. That's right. right, absolutely.
0: And Nessa, I don't know if you noticed, all of our lovely volunteers here, Colin is actually packing the backpacks too, so you so, want me to grab him? I'll grab well, him. yeah, we've been trying to get him on the show yeah. for like ever, and here's the
1: funny thing, he'll do everything to avoid us. Right. And so like, how am I supposed to pull him when he's doing what he wants to what do What you right
0: do now? is say, oh my gosh, baby Cap is crying. Colin! Baby Cap is crying! Baby Cap is crying! Quit! Quit! <laughs> Come here!
1: Why is he like this? Why it worked. Is, I think it why? worked. Why is Colin
0: like this? Everybody, please welcome. Yes, Colin Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick! (laughs) Okay, so we need. It's baby Cap. It's me.
1: So for people who are listening right now, Colin's making fun of me, calling me baby Cap as the person who's crying. But anyways, long story short, Colin is now joined with us. He was just helping the assembly line, and that's just what he does every single camp since we've started a camp literally
0: packs the backpack so i'm actually really excited i'm here with the co-founders of the know your rights camp colin and nessa i got both of you guys on the mic right here. can you believe it
1: yes this is crazy because you know colin won't talk to anybody like he might end this right now so really quick colin okay hold on before he wraps this interview up the inception of the Your rights camp started in 2015. we were there to see it for you why how did it happen and why was it important for you to create this family that we have here?
2: Well, the creation of Know Your Rights Camp started after the execution of Mario Woods in San Francisco. Um, And it came out of our conversation together of what can we do to try to stop this from happening? Mm -hmm. What can we do to try to help black people get home safe? Um, So we thought about, hey, if we teach them their legal rights, can it help them navigate a situation to just get home. Mm -hmm. And it's not a responsibility or onus that we should have to take upon ourselves, but it's just the reality of what we need to do to make it home. And as we were building and discussing the idea, it was like, thats it's not a great concept to build upon to say, hey, here's how to not die. Mm -hmm. So we built the other programming To lay the foundation of here's the history of your community and black people in this country and in your city and then we'll teach you your legal rights within your state um, within your region and then we'll teach you holistic health and financial self-defense and how to get into higher education and tech so how do we teach our communities how to thrive and be well-rounded in how we can thrive, and then build community around that. So Know Your Rights Camp was birthed out of that. Um, our first one was in Oakland, California right. um, in 2016, right. which was amazing because even thinking about the first camp, uh, as both of you remember, <laughs> we Woo! had this concept, <laughs> it had this idea, uh, yes, and It was all of the homies like, hey, Y'all got mics? Yeah. <laughs> who who got backpacks? We got a All right. We got cameras.
1: Colin, you got the backpacks. Got you got, got the shoes. We got a camera. Also, shout out to Johnny, your longtime friend yes. from Shoe Palace. Oh, yeah. Who has always been dedicated to make sure we had our Know Your Rights shirts. He always helped out in case we needed extra Nike shoes. Right. I mean, literally Johnny Shoe Palace, which is why I support them so much. Absolutely. has nothing to do with anything else. No, they don't pay me. No, they don't do anything. Right. They literally care about the community. Whether it is with know your rights camp. Or if they're just doing community work in general. So I just I wanted to mention that for sure. Absolutely. And
2: if you look at majority of our our know your rights camp members, every single
1: person, we know here.
2: This is everybody that's built over the years. Mm -hmm. Know your rights camp doesn't exist without everybody that's here. Yep. And it started very organically. Yeah. That people wanted to help. How can we create that better future? How can we create better opportunities? And we've continued to build upon that. And in the process, we built an incredible family.
1: What would you want to see for Know Your Rights Camp? Something that you would like it to morph into, improve on? oh Katrina's getting nervous. Improve Somebody on, who- oh my gosh. <laughs> improve. <laughs> improve on, like, what, what do you want to see?
2: So Katrina, write this down, all right? I already have write a this list down. for
0: Katrina, Are you oh kidding me? Oh my gosh, uh, I'm going to a laptop. Do- she hasn't. Still so,
2: so y'all course. know, <laughs> she she has a list from the original camp. I do,
0: <laughs> um,
2: <so>. from I <laughs>
0: 2015, so, so there's it's probably section. a video I didn't finish editing back then, but it's OK because we're on to 2023, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: So for the future of Know Your Rights Camp, one of the immediate things we want to do is build fellowships off of the camp programming.
3: Oh,
2: nice. So around the points that we're teaching within the camp of tech and legal and finance, in um, education how can we create fellowship opportunities for the youth where not only are they learning the skills but we are also compensating them for their time Wow! because oftentimes that. youth are having to decide well i need to help support my family i need to go get a job but that becomes at the expense of their long-term development so if we can help solve both of those problems we can help them build the skill sets for their future Yeah but also help them take care of some of the needs that they have right now. So that's one of the immediate things. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the other programs that we've talked about for a few years that we haven't brought to fruition yet, but I think we should.
1: A brilliant mind listening or watching this will help us. Okay, <laughs> yes. what is it?
2: Is we always talked about doing down payment assistance program. Yes. Um, yes. And knowing that there's a generational wealth gap Yeah. Um, in black and brown communities in relation to white communities. Um, There was an article I think a few years back at this point that was written as the race to zero Mm -hmm. which is the net worth of the average black and brown family was continuing to decline and who was going to hit zero first? So thinking about down payment assistance the biggest predictor of generational wealth Comes from home ownership. So if we can help bridge that gap, that can be a way that we help close that generational wealth gap that we're seeing right now.
1: I'm excited. Me too. I personally, uh, you know, I would like to establish possibly a museum. Yes. I mean, maybe not that word. Okay, because Colin does not center, like that. A center. I'll tell you why he doesn't like that because he feels like that's too much attention on him. Right. And that's the complete opposite of who Colin is. Right. If you know him at all, he wants all the focus on everybody else, on the community. That's he doesn't right. want it on him. So I don't say a museum like that where people can't come in. So, to your point, Katrina, yes, more of a center that's right. where it can be a communal space for everybody to thrive in. And, you know, I always am conflicted at where the location would be. Oh, man. Because that's really hard because Colin is like, you know, there's so many moments for us that are so important. For example, like, obviously this started in the Bay Area, Mm -hmm. right? Oakland, California is very special to Colin and I. To all of us. Katrina, you're from the Bay. I'm from the Bay. But also, like, New York. That's where Colin and I met. So, like, also Harlem Harlem, is a special place for me because of, like, you know, Colin's exploration. I remember when he went to the Malcolm X, when we went to the Audubon ballroom, yes. and this was during the time that Colin read the autobiography of Malcolm X, and like I know how much that's changed your life. By the way, that's mm-hmm. going to be in, in the, bat- the backpack. That's just right. Just as a side note, in case you're listening right now and you haven't caught on to like the rest of the conversation that we're having, preparing for the Noi Rights Camp, but I'm going to manifest that, and I hopefully manifest. will make it happen because I think it would be great. Imagine, like, you know, a farm connected to it or a garden. Urban garden. Or, yes, urban garden. You could yes. tell, like, I have no idea, like, where to get A holistic <laughs> center. <laughs> yes. Everything. Ooh, like, where people come get a checkup and it's right. free and stuff like that. Someone to help
0: you with your to-do lists. Yeah. Oh, Katrina, no. you know no. you're no. going to upset no. me no. every time uh. you Wait, do this. I have one question, though. Colin, I asked this to Nessa as a co-founder of the camp. You are one of the co-founders of the camp. If you can describe the Know Your Rights camp in one word, what word would you choose? Intentional. Oh, very nice word. So why?
2: Intentional in the sense of what we're building, why we're building it, who we're building it for, the environment that we create. the volunteers and community yes. that we're building with each other like all of these things don't just happen
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: We're, we're very intentional about why we're building these things right. and how we're going about building them and sometimes that means it might be a little bit slower process right because we know we have to get to the right outcome that's right and when we think about the work that we do it's not like other work if we if we make a mistake or we're messing up in certain areas that impact it may have a little impact on us but it more so has an impact on the communities that we're trying to help and trying to serve and the youth we're trying to serve at the camps Mm -hmm. so like we have to be very intentional in everything we're doing because the outcomes matter so much
1: that's great i have a question out of all the camps was there a particular city (laughs) That I don't know stands out to you that meant so much that did something to your soul, and you're just like, Wow, I it was a special time.
2: There are moments within different camps, okay, that, that really stand out to me. So, thinking back to our first camp in Oakland, mm-hmm. one of the things that stood out to me is we had a houseless group come in, mm-hmm. and they were they were young, like right. somewhere elementary school through high school. But they came in very intentional and motivated. Right, and, were, and it was a
1: group. It was a chaperones group. chaperones and they came. Right. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. And they, they came in and they're like, yeah, this is our newspaper. Uh, yeah. he, we're talking about decolonization, like this is indigenous land. This is what's going And I was like, yo, this is-
1: This is amazing.
2: <laughs> these are elementary school kids and yeah. middle school and high. Like, I was not being taught that. I didn't know that couldn't articulate that at that age like that blew me away on top of them being houseless and being in that situation just was incredible yeah. um, I'll say another moment that comes to mind is in Chicago mm. and Chicago was we had a speaker talking about finance and real estate and like how to get a home and speaker mentioned like oh I have multiple like you can buy multiple homes and I remember one of the youth standing up, being like, Well, wait, so you can own more than one home? And he was like, Yeah. He goes, Oh, okay. Well, how, how do I help the community do that?
1: Oh, yeah. That
2: was. So even in that moment of seeing opportunity, like he wasn't thinking about opportunity just for himself, he was thinking about opportunity for the community as a whole. Yeah. Um, so that was another powerful moment. Uh, I think to Baltimore.
1: Baltimore oh, was yeah. special.
2: Baltimore, um, Great energy. incredible energy. But it was also, it was impactful because it was a learning experience for me. Right. That when we do our legal presentation, we include ICE mm-hmm. and immigration rights as part of that. That's right. And. I remember after the camp, Nessa came up and was like, "I don't know if you know this, but there was a group that went off Mm -hmm. to. We always have a safe space and a safe room for the youth. People can meditate, Um, they
1: can decompress.
2: And a group of youth went in to that room, and they're excited. They're taking notes, and they're talking back and forth. And Nessa walks in to check on them. It's like, hey, I just want to make sure everybody's okay, and They were so excited about the Mm. information they got, but they didn't wanna show it in front of everybody else because they didn't know if someone was gonna call ice on them. So it gave me insight into Mm. what some of the youth are navigating Mm. and what resources or what information is valuable to them. And they were trying to think about how do we get this to all of our family, our community. Um, So that stood out. And then the last one I'll mention is when we were in vegas for our camp Mm -hmm. uh, there were two youth that stood out as we were wrapping up the day and finishing the scavenger hunt and those were getting graded i was trying to buy some time (laughs) hey hey what stood out for y'all today like right what are you going to take away from today and you know one young man stood up he was like "Well, what i take away is even though we live in a broken system, doesn't mean we have to be a broken people. Wow. Wow. And wow. I was like, wow, man, that's, that's profound, mm-hmm. especially coming from someone who's in high school. Right. Um, and then the second one was a young woman who stood up and was like, you know, the thing that I'm going to take away from today is I know there's people out there that love me.
1: That was the moment I was reminiscing on. That was, on. That's right. that was That's
2: important. that moment too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a beautiful and painful moment. Right. Mm. Like it made me happy that we created that environment that she felt that. Right. It also was painful in the sense of how many people failed her. Right. Oh. Over her lifetime. Yeah. So, like those are moments that stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also moments that they'll never show up on paper. Right. They'll never show up in, hey, our or whatever. impact whatever. or, yeah. we serve this many youth. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. It won't show up there. Right. But they're very real moments of impact. Absolutely. And yeah. I think those far outweigh any numbers that we can put on a piece of paper. That's
1: right. And you know, for a long time, Colin, you were funding the Know Your Rights Camp. Yes. And, you know, luckily we got to a place where people wanted to donate and support and help and see the work continue. And what I love, like, literally, I I can't say it enough, every single person that you see that is here, they're volunteering their time. And time is something you can never get back. So, you know, it is a labor of love. And we're always looking for people to build with. And we're always looking for community and family. And that's really, really important, I know, for all of us. That's right. And Colin, I just can't believe we still had a chance to talk to you today because like you're always running off. You're always doing something. You're always busy. I mean, it's, you know, for number 12, this is camp number 12. And to have been doing it for this long and does continuing. it feel yeah, continuing to do it. Does it feel like it's been a long time we've been doing it? Does it feel like it's been a short amount of time? How does the, how does timing work in all this?
2: My sense of timing is distorted from from COVID. Yeah, Uh, right, right, right. Because we we had a hiatus during that time period. But I will say, as the camps have grown, as our our family and team has grown, um, the camps feel better and better as we're going. Um, We're able to refine things to make it better.
1: Right, right.
2: what I'm really excited about is how we're building and setting it up for the future. That's right. Um, so the time it's taken us to do 12 camps right now. Um, that's going to be drastically cut down for the next 12 camps that we do. Right. That's right. Um, which just means more youth that we can impact, more communities we can impact. Um, and we're able to do the work faster to build that better future and better opportunities for for everyone
1: you know what also last point you know what I feel like not to toot our own horn that I feel like we've done really well is that when we bring like a guest speaker in right like your longtime friend Sean Tory, right you mm-hmm. went to school with you went to college with right He's been an, an educator in the community for a very long time. He became a guest speaker at the Vegas Camp, right? And yep. then we just basically just took him. <laughs> <laughs> of to him. Like, he's, he's like our, of our brother. Family. You're on the road with us. Right. We are, we are great.
2: Out. We are great at capturing people and just <laughs> grabbing them, with, grabbing them, and taking them with us.
1: And right. so, and here he is now, always with us, coming to every camp. And he is part of the camp. He's right. no longer a guest speaker. He's now part of the camp. He's a volunteer, volunteer with us. That's right. Same with, you know, Aisha, who's gonna be MCing the camp, right. right? As well. I met her through Lower East Side Girls Club and through my internship for Nessa on Air. And then she became part of Know Your Rights Camp as an she attended it. Right. And then we that's brought her in right. as a youth ambassador. That's right. And now she's the MC. So what I really love is paying it forward. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the people that I, you know, came up with, for example, Katrina, but, you know, footy, for example, someone that I knew when I was doing radio in San Francisco, right? Someone like Pedro, someone Mocha, like Mocha so. who's here, you know, and people who aren't here today, right, right. that have played a part in helping with the No Rights Camp. To see everybody evolve is pretty amazing. It is. There was a time you and I weren't parents, right? Like I was saying <laughs> now about Katrina to see everybody here evolve in their own way is really cool as well. So and we grow together that's and right. and we also aren't perfect. And I think that's the beautiful thing about all our volunteers. They accept us knowing that we're not perfect, knowing that we're trying to figure it out, knowing we're trying to make each camp better than it was the last time we did it. That's so funny. here we are.
2: The other thing, just thinking about people that have grown with the camp, I mean, Milo came in as health speaker that's and right. right. Now he's continuously been in that role. He's done Know Your Rights podcasts on right. it. Um, we have had B Mike.
1: Oh yes, B
2: Mike originally was. Hey, that's the homie. Yeah, we like, love B
1: Mike. Right. B. His B. studio Mike does New Orleans, incredible
2: work. We went and visited the studio, that's right? Just right. to go see what the work he was doing. Right. That turned into a relationship, into the New Orleans camp, into right. him doing an art piece, and a bunch of other stuff that we've done together. Um, but it's also turned into the youth that he brings. Amazing. Was just talking to one of them today that was like, yeah, I was at the, the New Orleans camp. Yeah. Oh like, As a you, youth. It's I was amazing. attending. I was sitting there with you. And he's like, now I've been at the last few camps, like doing Part art presentations. So, yeah. so, so like, it's dope to see those evolutions and relationships build. And also see the youth that are coming and evolving with the camp. Right. And taking up leadership roles. Yes. Like,
3: yes. They come they on. are building
2: in that way. So, so
3: great.
2: We're seeing the evolution of the youth, of volunteers, of the camp as a whole. Like that excites me.
1: You know, I do want to talk about the production aspect of the Know Your Rights camp, right? Because, you know, that was maybe because I started, you know, in my career on what people mostly would know, like a marketing team, also known as like the street team.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> For San Francisco we were not called that we were called the party crew but it's the same thing it's the marketing team right, right? we're on right. the ground and we're handling it so part of this is events that actually a big part of event the production. camp this is an event production right so how important is event production here and everyone we know comes from event production and why is that important i mean obviously tone who we talk to later on um really we're going to talk to him about like how important it is to set up you know, obviously my mentor, Ray, who's also a volunteer part of the Know Your Rights camp, they come from that world of big shows. We're talking about some of the biggest shows in the country. How similar is it to, I guess, creating a camp? How much work goes behind this?
2: The the behind the scenes work of the teams is incredible. When, when you show up and come to a camp, it feels like an event. And it's like, oh man, yes. this is incredible. Yeah you never have the appreciation for the logistics that go into yes. the behind the scenes. Yes. Everything from, all right, where are we gonna have the camp? Right. Are we gonna have the venue? Do we have insurance for it? Right. Who's doing the catering? The lighting, um, the, okay. the, the audio, the lighting, Josie, right. Audio. right. Who has the chairs? Right. Do we need tablecloths for the tables? <laughs>
0: right.
2: Um, hey, do we have the mics? Right. Where are the backpacks being shipped to? Where are the right.
0: children going to enter from?
2: Right. Do, <laughs> Everything. Do we, do we have a storage? Like, right. Who's getting what wristbands and why? Right. Like Those are all things that, like they don't seem like big things, but all of those things add up into a massive workload. Yes. That. People have to do and have to do it at a high level, or it just doesn't work. Oh, this
1: is high level. We're not talking about <laughs> this yeah, isn't light. This is and, high level.
2: And then you have to think about going out and recruiting organizations and finding oh. youth,
1: oh. right? And oh, yes.
2: because we're dealing with minors, we need to make sure we have the right waivers in place. We're taking the right right um, safety precautions. We're vetting
0: everybody that comes into the building. Background yes.
2: checks. Oh yeah, it's like a lot. we want to make sure everybody's safe, so they can have a great experience Experience. Um, and also so we can create an environment that they feel is like that they feel is for them right that they can open up and hopefully receive and build in right like to me that becomes the most important piece and all of the logistics and planning and all of that behind the scenes is to create that opportunity yeah for if it if it's one youth that walks out Yep, right. And it's like, you know what? I have a different perspective of how this future looks. Who knows where that one one perspective change goes?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So we hope we have many more of those. right. But all of that work is for that one opportunity. That
1: one that one, hoping right. for that one opportunity. I know we're getting close to wrapping up, but I want to talk a little bit, not just about Know Your Rights Camp, the actual, this is our first baby, sorry baby cat, but this really is our first baby before we decide to have a baby baby. Can you talk really quick about the different things that we have going on for people who are just tuning in, who don't know? too much about the Know Your Rights Camp. They've just heard about it, but they don't really know. Obviously we have our marquee event, which is what we're doing right now in Houston. We go from city to city. We have youth in attendance where, you know, we have a bunch of workshops going over, you know, different really important topics that we need to have, you know, a conversation about that you already talked about, Colin. but we just released our Know Your Rights Camp app. Can you talk about the other things that we got going on in addition to the autopsy initiative as well?
2: Absolutely. So we have our Know Your Rights Camp, which are one-day camps um, Mm -hmm. for youth. Um, Target demo is 13 to 18 for those, so middle school and high school. The Autopsy Initiative is another program that we've launched um, that's had significant impact, and we offer free second autopsies to any any members or families of loved ones who have been killed in a police-related death. So when we think about second autopsies, a prominent one that we can think of was George Floyd. They tried to say that he died from drug abuse and um, I think a couple other things, but it was the second autopsy that revealed he died from asphyxiation. So it completely changes the dynamic of how the families can seek justice Mm -hmm. and also how they can get closure and clarity on what actually happened, Um, which allows them to grieve, allows them to process it. Um, but the issue with that is autopsies cost approximately $10,000. Right. So most families can't afford them. And most attorneys won't take on cases unless they know what the cause of death was. Oh. So. Wow. It, it becomes a significant barrier uh, that families have to get over. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that we opened up that, that opportunity for them um, in the first Call it eighteen months. Mm-hmm. We've done over sixty autopsies. Wow! wow. Yeah. Um, that team is continuing to grow and build. So incredible work there. Um, speaking of the Know Your Rights Camp app, right. we have our we have our digital team. Right. Who is working on that? They're also building um, the Know Your Rights Camp podcast that launched this year.
1: Amazing!
2: Um, amazing! They've been doing amazing work there. They will be here this weekend. Right. Um, and in thinking about the digital app. Um, or the Know Your Rights Camp app. Part of the reason we launched that was we had a partnership with White & Case mm-hmm. where they gave us pro bono hours and work and helped us build out all of the state's traffic laws mm-hmm. and all of the state's protest rights. Mm-hmm. And all of that is in the app.
0: And White & Case is a law firm.
2: White & Case is a law firm. Right. Um, so you can go into the app, you can compare wow. traffic laws so state amazing. by state, Download it, grow, it's free. You can compare protest rights state by state. It'll give you a breakdown. Right. So again, we want to make sure that we're giving tools to the community to allow them to move as effectively as possible so that they can be successful.
1: I also want to add on the website on knowyourrightscamp.org, we have different educational tools, right? So. You know, your show, Colin, in black and white, right? On Netflix, we have a curriculum for it, right? Great activities in there. Just great comprehension of how to approach the show. Maybe some interesting questions to ask your family, ask your friends and to have an important dialogue. So, you know, that and it's educational, right? The information on there, I I just love it. And it has activities for teachers that they can implement in classrooms. We also have the Know Your Rights Colin Kaepernick really political education and what does that look like? What does that mean when we say that? You right. know, and just understanding, you know, society and the changes that could happen. What are What's the actual language for change to happen? What needs to happen? So all this information is on the website. It is free. Again, yes. it is a labor of love. We want you to have it. We don't want to hold it for ourselves, right? So all that educational, you know, information and resources up there for you as well. So we keep you up to date Mm -hmm. where we're going. Also on our socials, make sure you let us know what city we should go to next. At your Mm -hmm. rights camp. Yeah, let us know. And we wanna be there, we wanna get there.
2: And also let us know what programs you think would be beneficial to the community. Right. Right. Like we are constantly looking for ways to become better, the ways to create better programs, new programs, and better serve the community so if there are things that you aren't able to find or you think would be a valuable resource for you right let us know that may turn into a program in the future or it may help us find resources that already exist and we can help distribute those better
0: and i did just want to say that now that i have both co-founders here at the know Your rights camp wait you know we've never talked I know together so in public great. and we have to do this for the
1: know your rights camp. Podcast. I know. And just that's so why they keep know. flagging
0: us. So that's oh, why I want that to is say true. this. Yeah, well, we have to do this. Oh. For the <laughs> we have to do this for the Know Your Rights yeah. Camp podcast. They keep looking over here like, hey, we're trying to grab them. But I do want to say <laughs> thank you guys both for starting the Know Your Rights Camp, for all the work you've done for the camp and continue to do like they don't do this for themselves. They do this for the community. You guys do this for the community and just you guys continue to continue to do the work. Great work and it's never about yourselves, you never want to toot your own horn, but we're patting you guys on the back today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come here, Katrina. Are you tired yet, Katrina? My feet hurt, I don't know if
0: you've noticed, I've been shifting no, foot I was to just foot. Saying, with the journey of
1: Know Your Rights oh, Camp. Oh,
0: absolutely, what? I just want to make sure that you're in it i just want to
1: know if you're going to stand in it or you're going to hide behind your to-do list um i need to know (laughs) are you 10 toes
0: down i'm 10 toes down in the to-do list
2: i don't see a notebook or to-do list anywhere there's no
0: space i had to hold your mic in my other hand at first okay so we still have more are we missing anything oh wait no katrina we have to be
1: toxic with colin in order for this to go viral who
0: is your favorite person on the nessa off-air podcast don't say Tone. Go.
2: Don't say
1: Tone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to be, this has to be. Tone,
2: tone catches the most strays on the podcast. And he's, he's
0: so nice. <laughs> um, hmm. oh, I think they're calling him. We'll give him okay, an okay. out. I think okay, they're okay, calling him. Wait, wait, wait <laughs> call I th-
1: in order for this to go viral, you have to tell us.
0: Did you background check Nessa before you guys got yeah, together?
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, one more. Are you still working out?
2: Of course. Oh, you know, because, you know,
1: know, people don't know that you still train every single morning at 4.30, and it really bothers me because that alarm clock wakes me up, all right? So I'm grumpy every morning. I hear it. I know she is. Every morning. I don't think you understand.
2: Can I give you a simple solution?
0: Don't even say something smart. What?
2: Just get up and work out, too.
1: (laughs)
0: All right, we still got more. More stuff to do, more camp to go through. More, more conversations.
1: Exciting. Please enjoy this time behind the scenes, Know Your Rights Camp, the Nessa Affair Edition.
2: Whoop. Let's go.
1: <laughs> OK, so we're actually keeping up with everything that's happening before the actual camp. The day before the camp and actually leading up to it is really, really important. You have a sense of what to expect. I actually was just talking to one of our volunteers, one of our amazing volunteers mad and she was telling me about the waivers that are rolling in rolling in the day before the camp and probably on the day of the camp which can be very stressful
0: to be honest right pre-camp is always the most stressful but it always has such a great payoff because by the time camp rolls around and the kids start coming in it's just so amazing
1: well, I mean it's the best part, you know, and also we get to be around each other. This is definitely the calm before the storm. Absolutely. So it's lots of fun, lots of giggles, lots of laughing. And a lot of work. A lot of work. And we're really thankful because oh nice our time. pro yes, our program director, Asani Myers, who has been working nonstop around the clock. Katrina, did we we didn't even plan this? You can't just run off. In case you're listening right now, Katrina just ran off Here's to grab voice. Asani Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Our program director for Know Your Rights Camp, who has been working nonstop around the clock to make sure that this will be another successful Asani, camp. we love you, by the way. We absolutely I love, y'all too. love you I love because y'all too, for real. the patience that you have, the resilience that you have to make sure everything is in place and really doing everything that we can to be prepared is immaculate. So, thank you so much, absolutely. Asani, for your hard work. So what are some qualities that you look for when it comes to our volunteers? Cause everyone here is a volunteer. We don't hire an outside company to come put anything up. We're not, everything is in house. Every single person that you will see, we know personally, they are family to us. So what qualities are important for you as you are pre-planning for the camp?
4: So one of the things is people who have a heart for service. Like, you know, when. When you think about folks who are you know just in the workspace and it's funny because this morning we did a activity and we called it know your purpose and we really talked about like what are the like what are the things that you feel you contribute to your family or to your workspace and the interesting thing was a lot of us contribute service mm-hmm. and so i think that that's really important because in this space we get tired like, right there's <laughs> a lot of work we yeah. got we gotta run around we may be up till two or three a.m but the thing that continues to drive us is that we all have a heart and a passion for service And you
1: do it flawlessly, effortlessly. It it always seems that way. So much grace behind everything that you do. So, oh, really? (laughs) It is. It is. Okay. So, out of all the volunteers, who's your favorite?
4: Uh Okay. Uh Okay. okay, okay. Uh We're kidding. We're kidding. We're
1: kidding. Uh kidding. Okay. Wait. You see, Footy, who's doing the sound right now? She's making sure that the audio's picking up in this podcast right now, where we're talking about it. But Asani, I know everyone's so excited for you. This is your first camp to be here. This is, and we just, you know. Throw you all. right in. We yes, threw we you did. right in. And you know what? You Nessa? are leading this camp. That's we right. believe in you, Absolutely. and you are remarkable. And just your previous work and your passion for the camp and really just being in alignment with what we believe in has been remarkable. And we trust you. Absolutely.
4: Thank you for that trust. It really does mean a lot and it helps me to do the things that I do a lot easier. So. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Houston, we got a solution.
1: Right.
4: Yes. <laughs>
0: thank you so much asani of course, and you yes of course, nessa of course. here's our other senior program director oh, yes is. yes His no, name is tone. yes no. thank you asani. this, this Tom, dual team this they're amazing
1: right now if you are just listening you don't know what we're actually pointing at. we're pointing at asani who just walked off and right now here is tone also known as tony also known as dj tone deaf <laughs> but also known as my brother but somebody who is clearly the foundation of the Know Your Rights Camp with Colin because no pressure, no pressure at all. But his hard work has been remarkable. Now, Tone has been there since the inception of Know Your Rights Camp. He is our senior program director at the Know Your Rights Camp and has
5: senior director of community engagement
0: whoa okay let's add <laughs> you know who you can blame for that right you can blame me for that because i wrote senior director clearly i don't pay any attention to. but, tone. but also you don't know your man yeah that's clearly what clearly right now. by the way this is tone if anyone was wondering who, who yes it's who gets um the most grief out of our podcast this is him so all the tone hive tone army tone fans Yes. This is your guy. This is...
5: Get get my back, y'all. Come on. They have it.
0: They have it, (laughs) Tom. We're really, really happy that
1: obviously you're here today, Tom, because (laughs) just so much work goes into the camp. So what would you say is the most stressful part leading up to the camp?
5: Um... I mean, I think in events in general, the only thing that you can count on is that you can't count on anything sometimes. You know, there's always going to be an ebb and flow and things that happen that are not going to be planned. So we try to put as many contingency plans in as possible, kind of plan for things that may not go your way or may come out, you know, not as expected. So that kind of is a little bit of stress where you just have a little bit of anxiety when you just don't know, you you don't know what you don't know. Day of. Mm For me it's always just uh making sure the youth come out you know we we yeah. do we do a lot of planning we do a lot of work we put a a lot of uh time consideration yeah. love oh yes. uh, dedication all the passion that uh the people volunteering here put together for the young people and we really want them to absorb it and take it in and we just want them to show up you know yeah. it's a saturday right it's early in the morning right and yes, early i i just think back of when i was a young young person many 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 yeah. many 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 <laughs> Years ago, it's like Saturday morning, 7.30, I gotta be somewhere. It could be tough, but yeah. I think uh, we all know that every young person that comes out here and sees it and experiences it knows that it's well worth their time. And uh, you know, it, it, it's an amazing day that, that I think that everyone should see.
1: Yeah. What would you say are the moving parts behind the scenes? I know there's a lot, but off top, what would you say some of the moving parts that are really important that they line up at some point in order for this camp to be successful.
5: I mean, there's a lot of things that happen in order to make an event successful. So there's everything from ground transportation, uh, right. volunteer coordination, uh, scheduling, right? Uh, getting a storage, uh, travel, right? Uh, you know, then you have VIPs or special guests that might want to come out. Then you have folks that are minors, or maybe they want to bring family members out, or they have guests that want to invite. And then you have your presenters. We you have right. to coordinate all the different, uh, you know, presentations, right. And coordinate their schedules to make sure they can come. Here and do a rehearsal on the day before, right? And then the day of, and then right. there's different levels of access. There's security, there's right. uh, you know, uh there's the list That's goes a on lot. and on. That's uh, just some of it. Well, then there's your media team, which is you know what right. we're doing right now, you know, the content capture, right? Uh there's the, the venue, talking to the yeah. folks at the venue. This so. is a
1: full-on production. And it's not even done at all. <laughs> he could keep saying and more I, things. I say that because, well, for the people who do know, then you know how much work this is. But for people who don't know who don't work in event planning or they don't know what really happens in this world it is nonstop work months on months on months of planning this doesn't happen in a few weeks doesn't happen in a couple days now can we pull it off yes we we because tone has made magic happen at the last but minute. do we like
5: to do that no <laughs> no no we you, like to have more planning absolutely and more time. And I think that in the planning period, one thing I do want to mention is just when we come out to communities, we want to make sure we connect with the grassroots organizers, with the communities that do this work day in and day out in their communities. You know, we we as an organization, we travel from city to city. But what we like to do is we want to make sure that we amplify the work that's already being done because it's being done here. Absolutely. There's there's support, there's love and there's people doing the community work here. And what we do hope to do with our our camp is to bring more people together amplify the work that's already being done but also you know uh reinvigorate our base and and kind of learn and and share and uh you know build with one another
1: how does the day of the camp look like
5: Day of the camp so call time is typically about five in the morning right you know so you're that's a late uh,
1: start <laughs> but but <we'll, laughs> let's be kind to the viewers 5 a.m
5: yeah i mean we've started as early as 4 a.m before oh There's yes days where uh we but we've learned
1: We've learned. We've
5: learned and we've evolved (laughs) and we've done better to make sure that, you know, rest is essential. Sleep is essential. We have to, you know, live by the tenets that we teach, right? Yeah. You have the right to be healthy. So sleep is part of health. Yes. And, you know, rest and, uh, you know, uh, self-care. Mm-hmm. so um, just learning all those things and kind of implementing those things you know we have have tried to do our best to get a head start on the planning process mm-hmm. so that we're not stressed out and staying up all night not sleeping no. and we've done that many times no, so, no. Yeah. No. don't ask me hours. how much I've slept this right week. don't ask me <laughs> I know but.
1: okay so let's go back to how the day of the camp looks like 5 a.m. that is call time that's when we're all meeting as far as the volunteers who are here to meet to have breakfast yep. and then we start our day.
5: So I've chartered two 55-passenger buses. So that's part of the process, right? Getting our get, we have to get our volunteers here. How do you get a hundred people right. to one place? You don't Uber everybody, right? You know, so let's be
0: efficient. Yeah. You don't lift them. You don't Uber. <laughs> and you part don't of
5: do it's the so, you know of camaraderie it. of uh, everyone being together. Yes. having that moment, getting ready for the day. You know, so um, 5 a.m. call, 5:30 everyone's loaded on the bus. It's, uh, you know, the venue, calculating how far away it is, about 20, 30 minutes. We get here at 6 a.m. There's the uh, volunteer breakfast and staff breakfast. Yep. So caterers got here at 4.30, you know, to get yep. Up.
0: So that means you got here at 4.30 to receive the caterers.
5: Me or a uh, representative of our team. Yeah. Yes, okay. depending, you know, on, on what's the going on. The
0: youth come in for breakfast?
5: So, well, the volunteers uh, do the breakfast, and then we wrap up breakfast around uh, 6.45 or 7 a.m. We yep. get in positions, get all volunteers set up to open doors to yep. the public. So yep. before we open doors, we got to cue our walk-in videos. we got to mm-hmm. get our DJ set. we got to make sure all our volunteers are where they're oh, supposed to be. because it's a party. It's, exciting. it's, it's a party exciting. when you come in. It's <laughs> yes. so much fun. So we have our um, uh, students and, and youth uh, lined up outside. We do the registration process, get them in for their breakfast now. Mm-hmm. So as part of like our, our uh, homage to the Black Panther movement and the mm-hmm. free breakfast program, we provide all the young people here with breakfast for the day, snacks throughout the day. Um, after breakfast, we kind of wrap that up at about 8.45, and we have the DJs, our wonderful DJs from everywhere from the Lower East Side Girls Club to our own staff. Yep. Um, start encouraging folks t- to come in. Yep. And then we start the programming at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And then Lunch on site, which is a party as well. Definitely so, a party. Yeah. Speakers, lunch. Yep. Speakers. Yep. And then wrap the day around four o'clock. We do dismissals. Yep. Everyone gets shoes, backpacks, student right. success packs, a take home dinner. Yeah. And uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream at the end, a nice sweet little dessert. And yeah. and speaking of camp logistics yeah, yeah. We, got, ask, we got oh, we got we okay. got more going on over okay. here there's
1: more there, there, uh, something may fall yeah. over right now if you're listening to the podcast <laughs> let me give you a live report right now so as we're preparing remember this is the day before the camp we are loading and unloading different things one of our amazing right. speakers like- B Mike actually phenomenal artist phenomenal visionary B Mike is like incredible and he has an incredible studio in New Orleans that's actually where we met B Mike and he is loading a bunch of items that he's gonna need for his presentation because B Mike, he is so popular every time he comes to a Know Your Rights Camp. Everyone loves B Mike's presentation. It is really remarkable to see the power of art and what it can do and how revolutionary art is. So that is what B Mike's all about. So again, if you are watching, you just saw B Mike's team loading different things in as they prepare for their presentation if you're listening to the podcast i just wanted to paint out the picture a little bit so that you understood why everybody was kind of like making loud noises <laughs> randomly <laughs> but this is also part of the planning the day before um not planning <laughs> the setup yes. the day before right, right. again the plan everything's planned plan. but <laughs> yeah. that and is yeah it's work
5: we're always looking to evolve and kind of like do new things so this you right, camp we're going to be doing live painting during the show Ooh. that's a surprise to Nessa. Wow. she didn't even know about I this know she didn't this even know about this
1: breaking news wow. right now right now world premiere trying. yes and we need a funk flex bomb right now <laughs> right okay so that's going to be really really cool i'm always excited about the art portion that b mike leads i mean it, it is so inspirational and to see how art connects with the youth i think is really really special which again If you're just listening right now, wonderful. I'll try my best to describe everything. But you'll have to see the visuals because it really is remarkable.
5: And just the full circle moment. Like, you know, um, starting in New York, the Lower East Side Girls Club attended a Know Your Rights Camp. Right. And then now they're ambassadors with this. They they DJ with this. They help host the stage. Another full circle moment. Those are, are, are Mike's. You know uh b mike's yeah uh those are b mike's youth that he works with eternal seeds with his nonprofit. profit they attended a camp in new orleans when That's we were there right. and mm-hmm. now they're part of his program and now they're coming back That's to right. give back and volunteer great. Yep. so i think um you guys were talking about like you know, some special moments and like what we do and why we do it yep. for me i think that like obviously we do this for the youth and for the communities but selfishly I feel very full when I leave the camps. I feel For recharged. Sure. Yep. I feel energized. The youth have a certain energy to them. And it just it just makes me feel very fulfilled and happy. Yeah,
1: that's right.
5: So a lot inspired. of full circle. Moves. Inspired. That's it. Inspired. inspired. Leaving inspired. That's
1: right. Well, so. that's amazing. And I know, Tony, you got to run off. The I do. The fact that we even had you this long is a miracle. I know. Right now, I got I, a
5: lot I, of people like, staring at me right yeah, now. And I
1: feel like things <laughs> might be falling apart without you. So I know you have to go attend to that. And I know we're going to be talking to a speaker real yeah. soon who's part of the Know Your Rights camp, Yeah, and Dr. Milo.
0: Yeah, let's go grab some speakers and let's find some people and talk to them too.
1: Yeah, let's see where Dr. Milo, I just saw him right now. He's basically our in-house psychologist. Yeah, maybe we'll walk who that Who discusses way. mental health and the importance of taking care of your health and really understanding the importance of joy, which I think really resonates with the youth. They want to be joyful Absolutely. and be filled with happiness. So Dr. Milo has shared so many gems and tools in how to achieve that so we're lucky to have dr milo who has come out to the camps and really shared his experience with the team so tone
0: thank you so much sir we're kicking you off okay i'll take this i will we'll I take will, the I'll mic
5: yep.
0: and we will bring
1: phone call so okay, okay perfect, right, perfect timing perfect timing
0: nessa you're right actually let's go grab dr milo now let's go talk to him Okay, perfect. Okay, so Dr. Milo, we found you. Come, come on, on in. Come on, come we on, come on. We changed
1: the entire location just for you. Just for you, In sir. case you're man, listening I... to the podcast, we are now in a different part of the Know Your Rights Camp location. Yes. Okay, so Dr. Milo, our in-house Absolutely. resident, incredible person, our friend, with somebody we consider family, but really our resident psychologist. Oh,
6: man, thank you. For Literally.
1: That. We right. love you. Thank you for being a part of the Know Your Rights Camp. And you're here and when you have your workshop where you talk about mental health it is so important why is it important to teach the youth about their mental health and ways to protect it yes
6: well first of all there's no health without mental health and we all have the right to be healthy so in order for us to not just protect our mental health we actually want to take steps to improve it Mm -hmm. right so it's not just about being resilient we actually want to pursue joy and As I think we can all agree, life is hard, right? yes. So life being hard, we want to make sure we maintain the resilience through that difficulty, but again, actually pursue happiness and joy.
1: What do you find resonates the most to the youth? Like when you're on that stage and you see them react one way or another, which part of your workshop do you feel connects with them the most mm. is it the ice cream talk is it the oh, <laughs> your man. love for ice cream and why people should feel that joy listen
6: if you're watching this you see i'm wearing a ben and jerry shirt if you're not watching <laughs> let let me tell you i'm wearing my favorite ice cream shout out to ben and jerry's um i think the part that resonates probably the most is the ice cream i have this thing where i say um, make sure that you know what your ice cream is. In the literal sense, it could be ice cream, but just something that brings you joy. Mm. And then the other piece I think really helps people feel seen. And I think Nessa, you're a fan of this too, correct me if I'm wrong, but I ask people to name the five things that they love. Absolutely. Right, and love I kind of do it as a pop quiz for the kids and they're like, oh man, I hate pop quizzes and da, da, da. But at the end, I say, if I ask you to name the five things that you love, how long would it take you to name yourself? And that is just like, oh, oh whoa, all this oh, stuff, so right? Good. But the the beauty of that is that we actually have an opportunity to see ourselves in a new way. Mm-hmm. And I think we feel validated, like, you know what? I do need to love myself more, or you know what? I do actually really love myself and I wanna make sure I can continue to love myself do
0: you remember how many know your rights camps that you've been to because you started off as a volunteer
6: i did i started off in miami uh then we went miami baltimore atlanta Ooh. um la no vegas, no, vegas, vegas. LA. And so la so six yeah. sixth. this is my sixth camp and
0: how many have you spoken at
6: four now three or four i uh, think i started in miami you actually gave me Collins' mic and like hey you're going to do a meditation of mindfulness right That's now right. It's like, hi I'm, my name is Milo i yeah. um, happy to Dr. do that Dr. You Milo, Milo oh, come my, on Dr. Milo <laughs> <you. laughs> please
1: excuse you you earned that
6: I did a lot of blood sweat and tears <laughs>
1: yes you did a lot, a lot of school, school for Milo. that come on
6: Dr. Way Milo yes yeah. 10 10 years four undergrad five grad Ooh, school a year wow. of internship two and a half years doing a postdoctoral fellowship and getting licensed. So.
0: I went to school for eight years and I do not have anything close to a doctorate. So shout out graduated. to you. She But I did, listen, listen. but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I got did. that you expensive did. piece of paper on my wall, all right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but Dr. Milo, it is such a pleasure to have you at the camp because I feel your engagement with the youth is very special because you're so mindful. You take mm. the time to really understand how people are feeling. You take the time to look at somebody you really understand and you hear somebody out but you're you just you could read the room right so i've seen you walk up to a group of kids and just say hey is every re- how are you feeling and just having a natural conversation and i feel like that means so much and knowing that you're a doctor on top of it I, it's just special and i think it's important the emphasis of mental health and it should be celebrated that's right and it's okay if you're not feeling well if you're not feeling you know your regular self or whatever it may be that might be a little concerning it's okay to say hey what can i do to feel better dr milo or whoever it is in your life what are some resources that i can take advantage of to better myself
6: yeah, and I think the, the beauty of it is that we all want to be seen, we all want to be validated. Yeah. Um, we can be an amazing radio personality and TV conglomerate that you are and everything. And we can also be a licensed psychologist who want to be seen and validated. And I'll be very honest, like me going to therapy was one of the best things that I ever did in my life. It made me a better psychologist and a better husband as well. Um, but I think just being able to make that natural and authentic connection with people yeah. that's what life's all about That's
1: great We are gonna look forward absolutely to your workshop focusing on mental health mm-hmm. one of the many workshops that we have at the know Your rights Camp Dr. Milo we love you oh, we love appreciate you, you and yes there will be Collins ice cream with Ben and Jerry's at the end of the camp as we always do I so you will get I your dose the kids in
6: line <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make cut in front of the kids and lie. I'm sorry about that.
1: Sorry. Okay. Well, thank you so much, you so much. Dr. Milo. Katrina, where are we headed to we next? We have
0: actually another one of our speakers, turned volunteers. We have Sean Tori. Yes! yes. Sean, 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 step in. Clear. Step in, step this in. You, sir, have a
1: So, Sean, I feel like we've known him for a very long time because he's literally Colin's brother. They yes. go Love all bro. the way back. Yep. Way back. And we met Sean when he was our educational speaker in vegas right
0: three camps ago
1: three camps oh my
0: gosh can you believe it so
1: when he was there and by the way it wasn't even a question i remember calling just thinking about it he was incredible i'm talking like as if you're not here by the way if you're listening to podcasts right now we are talking to sean tory who is a phenomenal educator a phenomenal person who knows how to inspire somebody to really just make their dreams come true and you changed the game, and since then, when you were just a guest speaker,
4: you're now with us forever. Oh, I appreciate that. I love it. I can't thank you guys enough, man. I love y'all, man.
1: Where does your passion come from and (sighs) your love to make sure that, you know, the youth have access to education and they really have the information that they need?
4: Whoa. One Lord above that's that starts there. But really, it was because of this youth group that I joined when I was in high school, mm. I actually joined the fraternity later. So my fraternity is Alpha, Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. There was a youth group called the Alpha Menides of Tomorrow. And so I joined when I was like 15. And Literally changed my life forever. They like, took me out the country my for like 17 wow. to, to step, sure. like me just stepping. And Show that's I'm not, no, no, I'm, reti- right I'm, yes. I'm retired, <laughs> <laughs> I'm retired, I'm retired, I'm As Kong, he knows <laughs> I used to really get down, but uh, um, yeah, um, that's really where it started for me. And honestly, it was just something it was like other younger kids was like, Man, we want to step like him, so I was just teaching them. I would come back home during the summers, during break from college and teaching until I fa- finally come back home after graduating. And I just, I stuck with it. That's where mentoring started for me. I just loved it. And Oh, it shows. Here. Yeah.
1: You, you know how to change lives. Thank you.
4: Thank you. Yeah.
1: I mean, it is remarkable to see. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Sean is amazing. When
0: we went to Vegas, Sean <laughs> was our guy. Like, He's a superstar. We were talking about <laughs> I the can't setup even explain and it. Yes. We couldn't have done anything in Vegas without Sean. having Sean there. That's right. I
4: appreciate Absolutely.
0: That. And I think that's
1: also the power of the know your rights camp is that yeah. when we go to a city, we make sure to tap in with local organizations mm-hmm. and really people have been doing a work for a very long time so without their assistance and guidance there is no your right, There is no Know Your Rights camp right. in that city it's not going to happen without the community sure. so Sean but since then we've just taken you on the road and
4: I appreciate it I'm going to keep coming <laughs> I got y'all
1: so when did you and Colin first meet because oh, I do want to give <laughs> yeah. I want to give some background in your relationship with Colin and oh. how it
4: started way long before yeah any of us. it started it started before all that so I met him in two, fall of 2009 I was a freshman and Colin was uh, a junior. Mm-hmm. So he was head of me. And we we met at a party because I didn't know it at the time. He was an interest for Cap Alpha Psi, for my boy, uh, his dean... I went to college, I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. And so introduced me, and I'm like, oh, what's up, what's up, what's up, cool. And then we all started just hanging out. And where out was this other, at? At the University of Nevada, Reno. The University oh. of Nevada. <laughs> the. the. Yes. In Reno. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the Wolf Pack. But that's where we met. And literally, I would stay during the summer. Everyone would go home. So they would stay because they played football. Right. And we would kick it, go to Lake Tahoe, be at the library. Yeah. And literally, I was always at Collins' house. It was, it was great. We had a great time in college. I got stories. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is there something (laughs) about Colin that remains the same from then that you see now at the camp?
4: He is still the same humble, chill dude he always has been. Yeah. So and knowledgeable too. The the that's the thing that people if you really talk to him. Right. Boy is smart. Absolutely. Uh, Beyond belief. A lot of people did not know about him. Like I he won a, a city award from Reno. And the boy had a three point set. I was like, You had a three point I knew he was yeah, smart. Yeah.
1: Colin, <laughs> he's extremely. extremely
4: smart. Yeah. And you wouldn't expect that from the star quarterback, mm-hmm. but that's what he was smart like that. And I think he had like a business degree or something like yep. that. Yep. But mm-hmm. yeah, like he's a super humble dude. And I think I told this story before, but I was super broke in college. And he would always get Panda. He would always get, before he went vegan, he yeah. would like, get right? okay. Panda, Panda. Panda Express. Express. <laughs> okay, <laughs> 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 Panda Express. Okay. Panda Express. He would leave. He would like. I don't want this. One day he was like, I don't want this, but I was like, Oh, I'll take that from you. And he saw I was. I didn't tell him I was struggling. So once a week he'd bomb me panda. Wow. Oh, like, yeah. That's so that's, just, that's just the, that's he typical just Colin. Out. Yeah. And I never I never got a chance to thank him until we until we came back from the Northern Rights Camp. Yeah. Um, because it was just a guy that you know you didn't go tell anybody your boy. Struggling. Oh, for sure. But yeah. Colin's just a he's a good he good great spirit man.
1: And you know what I love hearing this because you knew him before all of us. Yeah. And so to hear that the core foundation of Colin s- still is still the, the same. Same. Right. still the same,
4: still the same. Still
1: just completely selfless, mm-hmm. willing to do anything and everything for anybody else. He will. Absolutely. Yeah. So it makes me happy and more importantly I love seeing the both of you hanging out. Thank yeah. you, it man. is it really really special. And you know what it feels like Colin gets in a like really kind of I don't know he's almost like a kid again yeah, with you yeah. you guys have this connection and it's so nice and I feel like that connection is important especially when we see it at the camp yeah. the joy that you know we just spoke about with Dr. Milo yeah. who also you know he talks about mental health joy is really important and that's another thing that we really pride on I know your rights camp is sharing that joy with everybody else. And Sean, you bring so much joy oh, to everybody. Man, man, God, man. you
4: will Dude.
0: witness Lights it. Lights up a room yes. right here.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. We're going
4: to get a pop in and I know Colin's going to come from somewhere. All right, I'm ready.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't get the games started it's in coming. the room, but it's coming. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you so much. We need you all the time. I we you. love you. And I look forward to Know Your Rights Camp, just because it's like a reunion for all of us to be Absolutely. together. We all fly from different parts of the country, even the world at times when people are that busy. To make the time to be here today, so Sean, yes. we you. love you, love you too, Thank you,
4: appreciate Shawn. y'all. Of I got course. a new activity for y'all, too. So oh, I got a new one, so we're gonna do the one that y'all always see. Okay, and I got a whole new one, a new so, activity. We
1: are, we are ready, we cannot wait to see happen at Know Your Rights Camp, yes. which is in a day well, yes. less than a day at this point. So let's go get prepared, let's do it,
4: let's do it.